Welcome to SonaCast, a podcast from the team at Sona Nanotech Inc. Sona's unique gold nanorods will power next generation diagnostic devices and medical applications. In every podcast, we seek to learn more about our industry with expert insight and special guests. Hello, and welcome to episode 22 of SonaCast. In this episode, recorded at AACC 2019 in Anaheim, California, our special guest is AACC President Dr. Carmen Wiley. We discuss innovation in the laboratory, the potential of point of care testing, and the past, present, and future of the AACC. Hello, I'm Darren Evans, SONA's Head of Communications, and I'm here with Dr. Carmen Wiley, the President of AACC. Dr. Wiley, thanks ever so much for joining us today. Um, could you start by telling us a little bit about yourself, a bit about your professional background? Thank you. Thanks for this. This is going to be fun. Um, so my background is I have a PhD in organic chemistry. I went on to do a clinical fellowship in laboratory medicine. Then for about 18 years in various roles, I practiced as a traditional clinical chemist. Then I made a transition into the diagnostic industry and worked in medical and scientific affairs. And then most recently, for the past 12 months, I've been a part of a startup company. And can you tell me a little bit about that startup company and, and your role there? What do you do? Sure, I'd be happy to. So I'm the chief clinical officer, so it's my job to be responsible for scientific engagements, um, key opinion leaders, uh, research projects, things like that. And uh, Verivas is a new startup company, and we think we have a, a great technology for improving uh, samples, both from a pre-analytical perspective and the ability to isolate low-abundance biomarkers. Okay. And you're also, of course, the president of the AACC, at least for the next uh, 12 months. Um, can you tell me a little bit about your background with the AACC, how you came to be involved, and then kind of how you uh, eventually became to be president? Sure, yeah. So I became a member of AACC when I entered my fellowship back in 1999. And since then, I've been in various roles. I've been in, involved at the local section, at committees, um, with divisions. I've served on the board. I've also been on three annual meeting planning committees, which is where we're at. <laughs> and uh, that ultimately led to being elected by the membership to be the president of this organization. And, and that process then, were you nominated or did you put yourself forward? I was nominated by my peers and then it gets vetted by the nominating committee and then we have an uncontested ballot, so my name was put forward and then the membership confirms. I see. Could you tell me a little bit about the role and the responsibilities of president then and what you hope to achieve in your presidential year or 18 months, I believe it is? Yes, thanks. So part of it is... Um, scientific exchange and collaboration so I have an opportunity to travel all over the world and see how other professional associations run their meetings and how laboratory medicine and diagnostics is practiced in those locations. Uh, my goal and one of my opportunities during my term was to refresh the strategic plan and so um, we're trying to make sure that we remain relevant not just for clinical chemists because this is really meant to be the home of clinical chemists but make sure that we continue to stay ahead of the trends, bring in um, things like 
what does data analytics and machine learning and artificial intelligence really mean for us? How do we keep our members educated on this? And how do we get our members involved as this process moves forward? Okay, and we are speaking at the end of um, AACC 2019, the um, Clinical Lab Expo and, of course, the... um, annual scientific meeting uh, it's been my first time at the show and uh, I mean it's been such an exciting week it's been such a uh, a really good well-run event and and you know the scale of the expo is vast you've got these four uh, huge halls all filled with exhibitors um, how does this event compare to uh, previous years Well, I'm happy to share that this year we hit a record on the expo floor. Um, So we have 835 exhibitors. So that's fantastic. And we're at nearly 20,000 attendees. And that's what we have been doing the last few years from an attendance perspective, but the exhibitors, you know, it's it's quite a bit larger. And what's exciting about that is that our um, attendees have an opportunity to go to the expo floor and really see what's the next cutting edge thing and how will it fit into their laboratory. Okay, and looking back on the three days then, or perhaps even more for yourself, I'd imagine, because it's not just the expo for you, um, what have some of the highlights been for you this year? Yeah, so I think we opened up the educational session with an excellent plenary where um, Dr. Walt took from research all the way to to clinical practice and actually sharing patient cases, so that was exciting. And it led into the rest of our program. We had, it's hard to just pick out one thing because we had innovation sessions, which are super exciting, and maybe next year those things will be even uh, implemented in a lot of clinical laboratories. We had things on genetic in particular um, direct-to-consumer genetic testing, which a lot of people are doing, but not everyone appreciates the nuances around that. What do you do with that information? How do you communicate it with your clinician? Things like that. We had point of care. We had uh, pediatric and maternal fetal medicine. Uh, management sciences. Uh, there's just so much, it's hard to just say, you know, what was the best. Sure. I think what was the best is that Jason Park and his planning committee put together an excellent program that met everyone's needs. I mean, it, it really was an amazing event. I know it was a, certainly a, a great event from uh, Sona's point of view. It was the first time uh, we had a booth at the exhibit and we were very impressed by the whole show, really. Um, you know, we've been here before as um, delegates, but, you know, to actually exhibit and to see the interest from people and then to see other people's booths was uh, was amazing. Um, I imagine your time was very much in demand, but did you get a chance to perhaps view the expo and uh, see some of the stands? I got to spend a little bit of time on the expo floor and- And um, I have to tell you, what I found was really exciting is the range and diversity of what's out there. So the large diagnostic companies have these amazing high-throughput core laboratory analyzers that are getting faster and using less blood, which is better for the patient. So that's great. But then there's this near patient and point-of-care type testing. When I first entered the field, point-of-care always had its role, but sometimes you'd have to compromise um, sometimes accuracy and precision to get that fast result. And point-of-care is now getting as good, if not sometimes better, than what's being done in the core lab. Uh, The other thing that I thought was exciting on the expo floor was really to see the business-to-business exchange. Um, I really noticed other people meeting at, you know, other uh, Exhibitors meeting with other exhibitors and creating uh, plans for how they could perhaps collaborate. And I think that's pretty exciting. 
Absolutely. It was, it was, like I said, it was very exciting for us because we were involved in, you know, some of those exchanges and um, it was great. And to see other people as well, like you said, you know, really um, benefiting from those collaborations and those partnerships and uh, exchanging ideas. It was very exciting. I wonder if we could talk just briefly about uh, some, something you said there about point of care testing, because obviously that's an area that our business is particularly in. And I wondered um, if you could just give me some insight into how you think that's changed. I know you, you briefly touched on that a moment ago since you know since you've been involved in uh, this field and where you see the potential for that in the next few years perhaps yeah I actually see more and more testing leaving the core lab and going out to near patient right and so that's one of the reasons in 2018 AACC uh, started this point of care testing certification program and when people are done with this they have a point of care testing professional certification and we now have 32 people who have gone through that process. And why do I think that's important? Because the people who are going to be directing and managing and ensuring the quality of that point of care testing, we're giving them the foundation that they need. So you don't necessarily have to be a board-certified PhD clinical chemist in order to ensure that the quality of care being delivered at the point of care for the patient is the highest. Okay. And in terms of the sector in general that you represent and the the businesses within it, could you give me some of your thoughts, some of your opinions, insights on perhaps where we're moving now? I know you've touched on a few already in terms of digital medicine and, um, you know, the connected uh, patient, that sort of thing. Uh, Where do you think we're headed in in the next five years? Where's the innovation coming from? I think we'll continue to see innovation with respect to instrumentation and technology, but honestly where I think we're going to see the largest explosion is around data analytics and artificial intelligence and how we're going to be using all of the data the data the lab has. The lab generates a ton of data, right? And so how do we make sure that that gets put into those um, systems appropriately so we can get rapid, more accurate diagnosis and patient care? So I think in the next next few years, we're really going to see that explode. And that's why one of our strategic plans is to make sure that we're including that as an area we're focusing on. And I'll be forming um, a task force on it shortly to figure out how we're going to better serve our members in that area. Excellent. So looking forward then to AACC 2020, I know obviously we've only just done this year's event, Mm -hmm. but uh, what can we perhaps expect from next year in Chicago, I believe? Yes, the meeting will be in Chicago. So of course, it has all the great things that Chicago has, which is a fabulous city. So uh, Dr. Paul Gianetto is working on the program, so I don't know all of the specifics, but I think he will continue to grow and expand um, the data analytics and the artificial intelligence in, along with maintaining what we need in genetics and genomics, maternal fetal medicine, uh, our traditional clinical chemistry, our innovation se- uh, sessions, things like that. Um, I think he'll take it to the next level. And then perhaps looking forward uh, after that, what role um, can this annual expo and scientific meeting play in future? Um, Does the role stay the same or does it it have to change uh, along with the technology? How do you see kind of this event fitting into the future of this sector? 
I think it always has to evolve. The field of laboratory medicine is always changing and evolving, so the meeting has to also. And I think I think that one of the ways that we need to continue to grow is more of the business-to-business exchange, because putting great minds together will make even better things. And then bringing in our membership along with those business exchanges to uh, to interact and say, hey, you guys have great ideas. This is This is what we need to do in the lab. Here are some gaps that we have. And I think... Another way that things will change is how we highlight things. Maybe we'll have more electronic posters. That was something that we put on the floor for the first time this year. So um, yes, we need to continue to evolve. Exactly how we'll do it, I'm not sure, but we will do it. Absolutely, I'm sure you will. Dr. Wiley, thanks ever so much for joining us. I really, really appreciate it. All right, thank you for your time. That's all from SonaCast this week. Thanks for listening, and don't forget to subscribe to make sure you don't miss future episodes. Also, make sure to follow us on social media to keep up to date with all the latest news and analysis from Team Sona. On Twitter, at Sona Nanotech. On LinkedIn, just search for Sona Nanotech Inc. And on Instagram, Sona underscore Nanotech. Team Sona will be attending various industry events throughout 2019, including the Lateral Flow course in San Diego, Medica in Dusseldorf and AACC in Anaheim, where we will be recording future podcasts. If you'd like to be one of our special guests, get in touch with us through any of our social media channels. Also, we would love to get your feedback on Sonacast, so please get in touch to let us know what you think or if you have any ideas for future guests or content. <laughs>